0: Thanks for listening to the What's So Funny podcast, produced by MNArtists.org. Go to MNArtists.org for great profiles on artists, writing about art in the Twin Cities, and in the whole world. I am the host of the podcast, Levi Weinhagen. You can find me on Twitter at Pat Levi. And this episode is my conversation with stand up comedian Elizabeth S. You can find her on Twitter at LizDropsIt. I really enjoyed talking to Elizabeth. We talked about her stark and stand-up comedy, her writing process, her going to callbacks for Last Comic Standing, and any number of other things. We enjoy Elizabeth, and I think you guys will enjoy it as well. So here is my conversation.
1: I I do writing, like freelance writing, so I have an ElizabethS.com site and ElizabethStyrus.com site, and I want people to know that I'm basically the same person. Yeah. Basically, so what? Just glasses and no glasses.
0: <laughs> yeah. What is? I want to know if there is a difference now. Just that you mentioned that is there like your stand-up character and then your freelance writer character. Like
1: my freelance writer character is. Which not one are you more
0: person. like? Oh, is she more I'm visible? more like my
1: stand-up person okay. than my freelance writing person. Um, I don't even really keep in touch with a freelance writing person anymore. I don't get paid to write anymore really. Like I I do editing. I edit books for for 3 uh, Free Thought Press. Oh yeah. Which is like an atheist
0: publishing house. <laughs> Because you apologized with your voice for a little bit. The way you said Atheist Publishing House was like, "Ah, don't give me a hard time.
1: (laughs) Like, I I think I was describing some weird one-shot kind of open mic, and I think the words I used were like, vegan feminist. And I had the same tone, like, (laughs) uh, vegan feminist, you know, poly open mic or something. (laughs) just a bunch
0: of words. It's just
1: a bunch of words. That all have baggage. That all, that people will be like, oh, you're one of those at yeah. every point. <laughs> but yeah, it's an atheist uh, publishing house, so I edit books for them, and that's the closest I come to my freelance writing, editing side anymore. And that's fine. You know, I when I first started doing stand-up, I was right on the cusp. I was working on a, a novel. Hmm. I was taking this advanced fiction writing class at the loft, and then... As soon as I started doing stand-up, I did no writing on this book anymore. There were, like, three and three-quarters chapters, and then I just stopped.
0: Hmm. What made you, I mean, is that the first time you'd done any stand-up Yeah, yeah, it was, like... What happened?
1: What do you mean, what happened? Why did you,
0: why did you do that?
1: I just, it was Cause... like, I want to, I just changed gears in terms of what I wanted to write. Because writing the novel was just kind of, like... I started out thinking I wanted to do it, but with it being a class format, I was just writing for the class. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I have to have, you know, 10 more pages written so that my peers have something to judge me
0: on this week. (laughs) And with stand-up, your peers can judge you right away. They judge
1: you right away. (laughs) And if you do the same material from the time before, it's okay, because you're supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. With writing a a novel, the next 10 pages have to be different from the first 10 pages, (laughs) You have to keep writing different things. It's really demanding. This, yeah, right?
0: that's obnoxious. <laughs> yes, novels are the worst.
1: They are the worst. <laughs> it's not like you can like copy and paste, and you
0: can do call callbacks. To <laughs> there must be a novel. There's novel callbacks, though, right?
1: Yeah, sure, sure. They like, call that
0: closure. Well,
1: if there's a gun in the first fifty pages, right. or ha- someone has to die, or whatever, whatever. What right, right. The, yeah. So <laughs> that's a callback.
0: No, comedy, like, comedy is just storytelling. Yeah, in a smaller that's true. Package.
1: Yeah, I need to get it to a more of a storytelling point because I work, I I write a lot in in one liners, but I'm try I try to like string them together or have them make sense or have them more uh, more of like a, a narrative instead of just me going ba 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 boom ba 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 boom. Like I want it to be like I'm a I'm a person who says things you know yeah about you know, situations or my life or... Because that's oh, how the
0: personality can come in, right?
1: Yeah, right. yeah. I would like to think I have a personality. Um, <laughs> I'm working on discovering it.
0: <laughs> well, based on your Instagram, it's mostly wigs and makeup.
1: Is mostly that, wigs and accurate? makeup. <laughs> and cake. Oh, there that's right. cake recently. That's of course. I'm trying cake. to get it less... It's kind of like I want to start a separate Instagram for beauty stuff, but you... Okay, so I'm into makeup. And I love you. It's a thing you get into, and there's this whole subculture, and they like, you end up. It's just like you get caught up in it, you know, <laughs> because you you get more likes that way on Instagram if you hashtag it a brand that you're using. Right. Then these people are looking for stuff about the brand, find you, and it's like, well, I like likes and or the hearts, the double taps.
0: That's all we want. That's it's all, all about the double tap. <laughs> I mean those. Wait, that's a zombie kill term as well. Yes. <laughs> Roughly the same thing. Right. I just want your brain to stop for a bit. Yes.
1: I w- so it's kind of like I want to start a separate one, but then it's like what would be in my original one that mm. would be different? Just nothing. Just nothing. Like sunsets, like everybody else. Like people take a picture of a sunset and, oh, you're so deep now because you took a picture of the sunset. And I'm not because I took a picture of a wig I bought on eBay. Like I'm deep too, <laughs>
0: but if you look at the color of the wig, sunset is the, the
1: right, right sunset. Or I had the the cow hot cowgirl or something oh. that I wo- so I took a, I bought this wig and I wore it and I found out the name of the company I hashtag the company and they found me and they're like yeehaw you look so good can we can we use you on our Instagram page and I said sure and then they captioned it yeehaw and. <laughs> I was a little... Your dream come true? My dream come true of being this, like, wig celebrity. And they hashtag it, like, alopecia for people.
0: <laughs> Which I don't think is something you struggle with.
1: No, I have plenty of hair. Um, <laughs> so, but, yeah, you get it caught up on Instagram. It's like you get caught up in wanting kind of more followers and likes because, like, it becomes this, like, horse race kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it's hard. I try to, I you know, I don't want to, like... Push the funny thing. If it's not funny, it's not funny. Or I try to make the beauty stuff funny. I almost almost swore. Can we swear? Sure. I'm I'm gonna not. I'm gonna try to keep it
0: clean. No, it's it's not a clean show. Uh,
1: Oh, it's not. Oh, thank fucking god. I was
0: just kidding. What's wrong with you? I don't know.
1: It just seems like such a nice. Okay, it's It's, such such a lovely home. I feel (laughs) weird swearing here. Sorry, I just did a show at a church and I was worried like yeah I, okay, so this weekend I worked a triple. like I worked three different shifts mm-hmm. with maybe two hours in between. So it was a little rough and then after the third shift I had this show at a church and as I'm driving there, I wonder to myself, am I supposed to do a clean set <laughs> which for me is something I need to prepare for yeah <laughs> with a little more notice then you know on the way to the venue <laughs> and then it was a variety show it wasn't just a strict uh comedy show so i watch a few of the acts and a girl starts talking about her diva cup graphically so <laughs> and i'm like okay i should be fine i should be fine and that but then i see some kids they look younger they they look like they know what glee is so <laughs> i asked the the booking person i say are I point at the kids I'm like are they 18 or older and she's like oh yeah don't worry about it I'm like okay I was worried
0: and then did you just I just did I did
1: everything you know I did I did the same you know queefing atheist
0: material that I normally do hey classic
1: I feel like
0: is that part of your brand the queefing atheist oh I
1: hope not I don't want it is now (laughs) Oh no! You need to get
0: business cards that say like We oh, think atheists.
1: <laughs> people here don't have business cards as much as I do. I do some traveling for stand up. I go to festivals and stuff, and people have business cards like crazy. Like so I was they out of like
0: their catchphrase. On
1: them. Yes, yes, they do. Them. I would mention one, but I feel bad because I keep. I someone gave me a card, yeah. and it's comical to me in a way that the person does not intend. Right. And I've been showing it to people, and we have a good laugh at his expense. Oh, no. And I feel super bad, and I can't mention his name because no. he'll listen to this. He told me, "Oh, I'll listen to all your podcasts," because he was a really—he's an up and comer.
0: Hmm. <laughs> You're making it better. Everything I just... used
1: quote marks with my air quote That's marks right. on they that. Could, I up think he could comer. feel it. Yeah. Well. I th- I hate this idea that you can be like an overnight since like people who start out doing comedy they, they get so wrapped up in getting like big fast mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want that you s- know, if you want that you don't know enough to do it like well yeah
0: I wa- so I I would love to hear you talk more about that the, sure the thing I'm really interested in that vein is you're right that there's not overnight success isn't even really a thing. Mm. Um, but also, I mean, you see the the big national comics now, and they were good and successful. And even then, they found like a whole new part of themselves and broke. Like there's a mm. second wave of understanding who you are as a comic. Right,
1: exactly. And I don't
0: understand. Maybe it's because they're not really interested in the art form. But I'm curious what you think. Like, what is that just a fame problem, or is that a not? It's they're a, not. They're not doing comedy because they love stand up. They're doing it as a way to get a, a show or a. Right. Well, or something else.
1: Um well, people don't know this. sometimes they don't know this about George Carlin. He used to be more sticky. He used to be like he'd wear nice he was clean cut, nice. Too, he used yeah. so clean <laughs> cut. And then he just he just like changed. He became this different person, reached this like this whole other level. And it's like we have people you meet people who are a year in or three years in and, and they just just like like, oh, man, I, this is all. I, I'm so good. I'm so hitting it. And it's like, all right, you're nuts. Like, you can't get that happy. You, uh, you should try to be happy, but, ha- like, happy with or satisfied with your work as a stand-up. It's like, uh, eh, do you really want that? It's hard to find happiness and not see it as as a trap. Oh, <laughs> does this not sound healthy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that that is very... Happiness is a Trap is like a quintessential stand-up and I think just comedy person point of view. Right. Like, there's this weird thing of, well, I can't be funny if I'm satisfied.
1: Right. Well, you see people getting, like, I when I started, there were like a couple of little pockets of people, cliques, if you will. But cliques I was in, you like four or five people that you sit with. Yeah. Which is so high school, but it, I mean, <laughs> the way I put it is very high school. Are you school, a, more but of a jock?
0: A nerd, a burnout. Oh,
1: I'm a burnout. I mean, I'm a atheist, as you've said. Yeah.
0: I'm going to repeat that phrase
1: multiple times. (laughs) I don't creep that much. It's been a very lonely couple of months here. Um. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, what was I talking about? Right. Uh, happiness being a trap, and well, I started out with people, and you think you're in it together, but then all of a sudden they get girlfriends, and the girlfriends become fiancés, mm. and the fiancés become wives who keep them at home, and and that's it. They so just, women like, are the problem, is what
0: you're saying. Women are the problem.
1: It. Women in comedy. I mean, it's just it's a death knell. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> your your messages are so groundbreaking. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I'm very progressive
0: in this Yeah, way. yeah. Um, you said feminist early. I, earlier. I don't think you You know what it means. <laughs> No, I really don't.
1: Um, but the thing... Well, if, if you're a woman, like for me... I when I was first starting out, I would bring dates to to open mics and stuff
0: to see you perform. No,
1: oh, to go I, well, watch. I, was, I wasn't that dumb, but I would bring <laughs> because them that's and, crazy. That would be come see me. No, I'm I going would to never. flounder. Would you like to watch? Oh my goodness, no, I I would hate it if so if someone was because I have guys. Right now, who will, like, kind of be flirting with me, and they're, like, hey, I'll come see you do a show, and I'm at a point where I wouldn't mind, but it's not where to, like, pick me up. Right. Because, like, I'm in a different mindset where I'm, like, happiness is a trap, so it's like, why would I... <laughs> so it's not the place to like well you might
0: be me. interested then in a guy who will clearly make you miserable
1: oh sure from a point That's of view
0: of true. hey i need more material <laughs> you seem like a mess oh
1: my goodness they are so paranoid about becoming material they're huh, always sure. like don't use this in your or use this in your it's no, no. <laughs> like the closest i had and it's actually something it's more like a, I have material, quote unquote, that I use like when I'm talking, talking to other people in social situations, but it doesn't go in the act, the act, whatever. I'm just winging it all the time. But there, I had a date. I was dating a guy for a while, and we were in this like relationshipy kind of place. And he asked me to go to this ugly sweater party, which is not my thing at all. It's very like I'm a burnout. I sit at the burnout table. We don't go to ugly sweater party.
0: I'm not a joiner.
1: <laughs> right, but you know, we were kind of. It was kind of getting serious ish. I mean, it was a Tinder
0: thing, but it was still. <laughs> It was still, <laughs>
1: we were like two months in, you know. So, if, but for
0: Tinder, that's a lifetime.
1: That's a that's a that's a long haul. Yeah. Um, but he said ugly sweater party. So, I'm like, okay for you, you know.
0: Did you make a big production of it? Oh. I don't want to do this, but I'll do it for you. You yes. will hold me.
1: Yes, I did. Which is <laughs> maybe the wrong way to go healthy. with that. Yeah. But he he was a, a dentist, and mm. I was assured that. All the other dentists at the party would bring their significant others, so I would have normal humans to talk to. But then I get there, and all of the other humans bailed, and I was the only human amongst all these dentists, and it was the most horrible party. And not, I mean, maybe they're maybe it's just they're not bad people, but no. they were not my kind of good people. Mm. And it was really awful for me. We were standing at a a kitchen island for like three hours. Nobody sat, nobody sat for three hours. And they were all telling dentist stories. And I haven't been to my dentist for like three years. And I feel bad about that. And I also feel bad that they're boring. And then the, like, I hardly say anything all night. And then we're talking about my, my fellow's sweater. He was very proud of his ugly sweater. And then I start talking about his sweater and I guess a humorous way, his friends laughed, but he f- he seemed to be embarrassed by the way I described his ugly sweater, <laughs> and um, uh, he dumped me the next day, so... <laughs> the whole point of the sweater is that it's supposed to be unflattering. Right! Like, that's the virtue of the sweater, yeah. and I was extolling the virtues of the sweater in its oh. ugliness, and he... You know, he he didn't. He Do
0: you didn't, think he dumped you, maybe, because you don't go to the dentist? He was like, I never told is, him that. Is don't that wasn't
1: that. I He's I was good waiting at his job. for it to get a little more serious. See how the ugly sweater party went. and Then I would tell him his teeth weren't even that good for a dentist. I mean, I had better That's teeth a sick
0: than he did. Bird.
1: He had uh, bad, te- bad teeth. Bad <laughs> teeth.
0: I, I want to know. So you were you were working a novel, and then yeah, you started going to open mics. Yeah. Was there a time when you were like I'm a comic? Like do you remember that when I moment? just was like this is me? Were you you know because that going to open I mean going open mics a lot of people go to open mics who don't go on to actually learn how to do comedy. Right. And also I think people can do comedy for a long time before really thinking themselves as a comic.
1: Huh. I mean that's a really interesting question because people will ask about, you know, am I am I a comedian yet? Am I It's like
0: I, <laughs> it gets real breathy, too, in there. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, even people who have been doing it, like, a long-ish time. It's like, they're, you know, they're, they're still shy about it. And it's like, well, there are people who are horrible who consider themselves comedians. Are you going to name names? <laughs> that business card guy. Business card guy. Oh, my. I feel bad because he definitely thinks he's a comedian. He has a whole card about it. but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like a hilarious card, from what I can tell.
1: We'll, t- well, I'll show it to you. I, I don't know if I have it. I feel bad because I probably do. <laughs> That's a sad thing. I have so much stuff and I, I was traveling and I cleaned out all the unnecessary things from my purse. But this guy's funny business card is probably still yeah, in there. I need that. It, it suffered. It's suffering. It's, uh, uh, it made the cut. When I considered myself a comedian. Um, well, when I decided to just, you know, give up on writing serious lady novels, I think it was like my third time doing
0: stand-up. So, hmm.
1: like maybe a month, month and a half.
0: you're it. like, this feels right, yeah,
1: yeah, because it was at Monday Night comedy show mm-hmm. Andy Brunnoldson's room, and that was the first place I did stand up for maybe a couple of months. like I didn't go anywhere else because I had no idea how big the scene was here. Well, I thought that's a warm space, to yeah, be, it's yeah. really nice, and Andy was nice in his way, um, <laughs> so without further <very> words. <laughs> He was nice. And, but it was, like, the first set that went well, and it mm. was, like, this, like, my first couple of things were just, the first sets were, you know, stories, mm. like, long-winded, as long-winded as you can be in three minutes.
0: Right. And I, but we not were, a lot of jokes. No. The joke-to-words ratio.
1: Right, right. It wasn't, like, if you did, like, the way I measure it now, it's, like, laughs per, per minute, how many seconds it lasts per Per minute, and I don't have a great timer in my head, but I have a good sense of it. But I was like no, none to none, Not zero seconds per minute of laughter. That was so. That's was bad. At. That's bad. Yeah. And then my third set, I started because I was going through a lot of stuff. My my grandmother and grandfather just passed, and a relationship had exploded, and and work was weird. I mean, I was working corporate, so. You know, it was it's
0: horrible. always weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I started. I actually started writing about you know my dead grandmother and stuff. Like my family was is not a grieving family. They're just kind of like they move on really fast. Mm. And I was you know still grieving. And so I just wrote like these bitter, horrible like jokes about it. And then they worked. Like it was. I don't do any of that material anymore. That's a weird thing to think about. But I just kind of moved past it. But at the time, it it was really. It went well, and I was surprised. So, not surprised. Well, yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. I knew it was going to... course, this stuff about my dead, dead grandma. Dead kill.
0: grandma stuff kills always.
1: Kills her. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> she's dead all over Terrible. again. Uh, it's as hacky as we can about your grandma.
1: Of course. Well...
0: It's what you would have wanted. You
1: don't know what's hacky till you do it, and then you see more, and you're like, oh, this is okay. Sure. Because sometimes you just feel like I'm the first one to this... To this uh, setup and punchline and uh, all that stuff. It's like, no, people do setups and punchlines pretty regularly. I'm like, okay, back to the drawing board. (laughs) But, yeah, it was really good. And I didn't, I wasn't like, I'm a comedian or anything. But in my head, I was, there was a sea change there. Yeah. And uh, calling myself, I still don't, I didn't change it on my Facebook to my job, my Mm. stand-up comedian where you put my, my position at self-employed at stand-up comedian. I have not done that yet. And I don't think I ever will. Yeah. <laughs> because weird. it's like if people can't tell based on, like, my events that I post mm. and videos of me doing it, I mean, what else? I mean, a job title is not going to change things, I don't think. I mean, I just, I think my job title right now is, like, I've been through a lot, you can't tell me nothing. Uh <laughs>
0: So it's like a, a Kanye West lyric.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I was looking for something else, and that popped up, and it was like seven people worked there, and it was just like a weird thing to put on your phone. Uh-huh. It's like, th- that's fine. Well, I...
0: <laughs> that job title thing is crazy, because I, of all the jobs I have going, like I, I write and perform solo things, and collaborative theater things, right. and I freelance write, and... Do you don't podcasts. want to pigeonhole yourself. I don't even know what I would call that because right. it's not like everything I do. I like it to touch comedy in some way, but right? That's not a jack of all true. trades. I, I don't
1: know.
0: Maybe I don't sure. know. Do people master call it master of them none?
1: Master, <laughs> master of the comedy, and then it's like this umbrella.
0: Yeah, I like thing. the hand gesture
1: too. <laughs> I made a great umbrella. <laughs>
0: It's all bent. Um, but, well, so I'm parasol. curious, because you, you mentioned, one, you know, you write, you've been writing and performing in a lot of one-liners. Yeah. One, one-liners. Yeah. And, um, but finding ways to thematically connect it or yes. make some through line, but you're thinking about trying to hang it on a bigger bones of story. Right. Is that, are you doing rewriting on stage? Like, do you sit yeah. down and write one-liners?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, like, sit down and say, like, what one-liners do I I need you know, to write You just today. a bunch of setups,
0: and you're like, all right, let's punchline well, these up.
1: I, I usually, like, I don't sit down and formally have a process. Sometimes I'll just wake up, and it'll be in my head, and I'll write it down, or I'll tweet it. Like, I'll tweet it first, because I think of Twitter as more of, like... My a word document where I'm saving all of my things that I'm using. It's not for the people. No, <laughs> it's more but like you get a
0: little workshoppy too, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Just pop it all.
1: Yeah, and if it, yeah, if people if I get some faves from it, like sometimes I'll I'll wake up like at four in the morning to go pee or something, and then I'll have a, a one liner in my head and I tweet it, and then I wake up and there's like eight faves, and I'll be like, what did that even mean, like. That's, That's just who
0: was up at four in the morning. Yeah. Waiting yeah. for some weird thing to happen.
1: Exactly. And it's like I don't know. But um yeah, I I've gotten better at writing on stage because the one liners are like I you just want for me I wanted to be less nervous and just have things that I knew I was going to say and just like have, have it very linear and know I'm saying this, I'm saying this, I'm saying this so that to take out the anxiety of like having to think on your feet on stage when Mm. you're first getting used to being on stage. And now I'm like, I need to, you know, get to a point where I'm comfortable talking on stage. And I say random, you know, I let things happen that are going to happen. Mm. And if I get more, I want to be more conversational. So things seem more like a story because that's the way I, I would like to think I talk so that things kind of connect or that they make sense, like one line from the next. And like, at the church show I just did, uh, I randomly started talking about... I have a joke about, like, the end of it is, like, meet me at an Applebee's. doesn't and... <laughs>
0: new need a setup. I like that much.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I remembered that I, I like to look at Craigslist Miss Connections because I think those are great. Mm. Those are fantastic for, like, getting these ideas of, like, how people meet and interact because I don't meet or interact with a lot of people. So it's, like, how do these people... How do they do it? And I, I read this uh, Craigslist post where someone said the blonde at Applebee's, uh, the MILF at Applebee's, blonde MILF, and he spelled Applebee's as two words. And it was the most, at the moment, I'm like, who, do- who does that? Yeah. Like, he- and then I start talking about it in my set at the end of the Applebee's joke. And it, it, it did really well for some reason. I don't remember any of the things I said because I didn't record myself because I'm a moron, but it did really well. And I, and I, now I'm just like, what was so funny about that? Hmm. And I don't remember, but maybe it's okay that I don't remember. I like, I kind of like the idea of rediscovering it all over again and just getting better at finding it without remembering it from root. Hmm. So I kind of, I want to get better at that.
0: Well, because the the acting part of stand-up is pretending to be surprised by a thing you just said.
1: Right, so, right. So, be like, so
0: you're trying to figure out how to actually be a little bit surprised, mm-hmm. but still recreate those moments. By the same things over and
1: over again. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I'm still surprised. Like, really? I'm saying this? <laughs> like, Some of my, I used to think I would never do any dirty material. Now it's like, I don't know. It's like maybe twenty five percent of it is dirty right now, uh, but sometimes I'll have a set where I'm just like it's filthy and horrible. Usually in my own show, I won't like I won't get a gig and then be like, I think it's time to really mess this show up for all the people who are easily
0: offended but yeah but you so you've been producing and co-producing some shows right? Uh,
1: yeah, I do a monthly showcase called Slay at Honey, which is they've been very supportive. Yeah, um, they've been
0: doing a lot of comedy there in Yeah,
1: general. they do, I think they do Fearless Lab on, like, Tuesdays, and then they do Double Line Improv. I'm just pimping Fearless yeah, shows yeah, now yeah. at this point. <laughs> Fearless has been good to me, so I love them, but they, uh, yeah, they've been working with Honey as well. Um, I'm doing a new show this at Mounds Theatre now called Bingo Bango. <laughs> which is people play bingo for the first half to win spots at the showcase after the bingo show. Mm. So it's comedians playing bingo, and then you win. You get, you know, I think it's like a, I think I did, f- I'll have to look at how long the sets are. I think they're five or seven minutes. Um, and, the, and that came from me. They do, they do like an open stage on Sundays, which is mostly burlesque people. Mm. Um, and then I went and did that and killed it in front of like three people. Uh, and
0: no mic. Were they other burlesque were they burlesque yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I mean, I did okay for three people. And after, afterwards, of course, I'm gracious. I'm like, fuck, that was horrible. Oh, God. And then this other girl was like, try being naked in front of them and they don't care. I'm
0: like,
1: fair. Which, uh, I don't know
0: which is worse, though. I mean, they're both rough. Uh,
1: I mean, she had pasties on. I mean. <laughs> yeah. And was walking on broken glass. I guess that's the thing that they do. That's. Weird. Kind of a little, like, look
0: at me. Because I feel like the burlesque, or any sort of the stripping or quasi-stripping, you don't always know, like, well, s- silence doesn't mean it's failing. Right. But comedy is, there's such a distinctive marker of, like, no one can convince me this is going well, because even if they're wrapped with attention right, right now, right. they're not reacting.
1: Like, I've had, I have this thing I wrote, it was, it's a Bad Boys 3 script, and because... Sold. Is
0: Leone in it? It's
1: it's coming. Yes, I play her. Um of <laughs> I tried to get Martin Lawrence, but Martin Lawrence was available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will perform it, and I think it's hilarious because I do it where I, I'm wearing laminated headshots of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and I flip back and forth. Of and I think it's I think it's funny. I think it's so funny, and like every time I do it, I don't get a lot of. I don't get much, and I think part of it
0: they're is wrong. Those they're, people are
1: wrong. It's pretty good. It's a, there's like a bike gang, on like on like bicycles, and yeah. there's a helicopter that they all jump onto. Like,
0: do you do the full script? How much? It's not that is it much. It's just a couple it's like, scenes. It's
1: like a ten minute. It's like it's not, it's a full movie, and I think keep, I keep seeing the light, and for some reason, people aren't laughing. anymore. <laughs> no, it's like 10 minutes, or it's like 13 or something, and I keep trying to do it in like a 7 or 10 minute amount of time, yeah. and I rush through it, and that might be part of it, and I think maybe... It, well, like, so
0: that's that's really interesting, that level of sort of pre-planning. Yeah. Like, of course you write your jokes, and that's planned, but if, if uh, something weird happens it's that some's not the audience isn't feeling right whatever you can shave you can adapt you can change mm-hmm. but for a bit like that yeah you have like some costuming like
1: the, the laminated headshots yeah
0: it's really hard to pivot if you get in there and 2 minutes in you're like well right. they're not into this right because it's like where do i skip to because all of this is important right it's all set up for the climax that they don't want. That... Like, the
1: ending is like, oh, I probably shouldn't give it away, but whatever. People don't laugh anyway. I might not do it anymore. But it's like, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence end up getting married. Yeah. And I, I think I end up killing off a couple of the Smith kill- kids, the like Willow and, and oh, Jayden, Jada. Because, Jaden. Oh, Yeah. Jaden. Jada's the mom. Jada's the mom, but her. she's short enough that she kind of, you know, That's blends true. in with the kids. Very uh true. But yeah, I kill off a bunch of people and they're getting gay married and like... I mean, married, it's all marriage, but, like... You're then still ma- living in the past. Right. right. What's
0: wrong with
1: you? <laughs> Women aren't funny, gay marriage instead of... Ma- yeah, whatever. But, yeah, that's, like, that's a hard one to do, because if I'm not getting any response, it's like, I'm... St- you're stuck. You just have to keep doing it. Yeah. You can't just be like, that's it, before they get married, because, obviously, you guys it's heading in that direction, you know? Because <laughs> right. there's a scene where they get drunk, and...
0: One thing um, leads to another.
1: And one thing leads to another and Justin Timberlake's mirrors plays and they sing a lot. I sing this Justin Timberlake song Mirrors during this and my singing isn't you know, I I can sing well, but if I'm rushing through this script and Man. flipping back and forth, my 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 classically trained voice does not exactly <laughs> find a place, really. Anyway, so it doesn't do well and it's hard I to perform. want.
0: I have a new idea for you. Right. Which is instead of the bit, you just describe right. this bit you <laughs> used to do. <laughs> Because it's nice how you sound, kind of like a crazy person. Yeah, like, and then I sing Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's
1: a good song. It was a good song. It's lost. It, it doesn't age well, I don't think. Well, unlike <laughs> you're you're Justin tired Timberlake,
0: he is aging beautifully. He's
1: doing well. Although I mean, he's not
0: a comic genius, and I wish people no, would stop saying that. But... I do, I do too.
1: Because it's like he's, he's just cute. willing to play. It's like sometimes you. I've I've been in situations
0: with Justin Timberlake. Oh
1: Go on. oh man! I in my head. <laughs> Like, I'm at a stoplight and they're honking behind me. I'm like, have a beep beep. I'm like, no, I'm having a moment just in turn. I understand.
0: I'm sorry. And they just wait.
1: Right, and the Put horn in is park. in the key of the song that's playing as we're like taking each other's clothes off. This is a clean podcast. Why are you objectifying right? him? Don't you he want to just objectifies talk to him? himself. You yeah, mean well, he's, he's
0: asking for it. Look like at what he's wearing. Is that what
1: you're saying? Look at how he looks. That's true. <laughs> It's true, space. <laughs> <This> um, <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, we were talking about well, well, musicians. Like, sometimes, like, you see mu- musicians that co- tell a couple jokes on stage, you're yeah. funny guys. And it's like, well, they
0: already like you, <laughs> right?
1: Like, you're not saying all I have to offer is being funny, here and they're this. not expecting
0: comedy, right,
1: right? When you
0: go up and you're like, I'm gonna make you laugh. That's and they're like. And
1: people are like, shut no, it you're down. down. No, yeah. you're not. it's a dare. Right, and the people who like if you do other things and you tell a couple of jokes and people laugh, well, that's nice. Yeah, good for you. Here we have a lovely uh, water cooler you can stand next to and uh, be funny there.
0: <laughs> or <laughs> you can kill at a funeral, like right, because right. it's a somber time. So if you pepper in even a few jokes, people are like, right. what an amazing release of the tension we're experiencing. Yeah,
1: exactly, the bar is so much lower. But yeah. It's, Oh, also, there are people who do, going back to, like, when you do stand-up and there's silence, it's like, this is horrible. Mm. Like, you ju- it just burns. There's some people who don't feel the burn at all. They're, they exist. There are people who, they do stand-up, you watch them, you're like, wow, that was not a great set. And then you see that, like, 17 more times, and you're just like, and then they say, hey, I got this gig at this thing. You're like, are you, f- <laughs> I'm trying to be clean. What? It's not a
0: clean show. Are you
1: fucking with me? <laughs> and it's not like it's not like a jealousy thing because i'd rather like ha- sit home on a friday and be as funny as i am than go out on a friday and be as funny as they are right like but it's like i want i don't want to be home
0: well it also that makes me mad for comedy right like that's what i i certainly i have jealousy where i'm like oh that person got a thing it would be nice to get a thing right but also like but I don't respect that person as a comic. So right. that's not cool with me. I would mm-hmm. rather a better comic got that gig even if I it, am It's uh,
1: like a professional thing rather than like, you know,
0: just petty jealousy. Yeah, it's which not also petty. Exists.
1: I mean, although when it comes to like gigs where it's like it's not paid and the audience is going to be kind of
0: meh, and It's like, why am I jealous of this? So I'm curious about not just the bad boys thing, but in general, like, I think we've mined that that well. That That can't be the right terminology. We've mined the well. Um, (laughs) We're
1: comedians. We don't have to know anything about, like, thermodynamics. It's fine to be dumb.
0: (laughs) Except the comedians are super smart, just in the wrong spots. Yes, exactly. Uh, Do you feel like... You just, if you get a silly idea or a desire to play, you are willing to just, like, throw it up on stage and and see what happened. I mean, how... Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Especially with, I have my monthly show where I will, you know, I will do whatever I want because it's my show. Mm -hmm. It feels really good to, I mean, that's, like, one of the reasons I have that is so I can do, if I want to do up to half an hour, I can. And, you know, I can still open strong, and close strong. But I can play around with it between sets. I could do the bad boys thing, really screw up the next
0: person's <laughs> set. You just say good luck when you intro them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I'm so bad at intros. Like I, I'll be like, I don't. I've never seen this person perform, but I booked him anyway. That's the worst. <laughs> A lot of people seem
0: to like this guy. I don't well, know. I'm
1: lowering expectations so that when they True. are funny, then it's yeah, like yeah. You're surprise.
0: right. I would prefer that to funniest person ever. Yes. Like, no. Thank per- you. Like
1: there are people who win, you know, contests, and then Oof. they go. They'll go to any any mic they go to. The, the person's like, this person won funniest uh, comedian in Saskatchewan. And you're like, ooh, this person's mm-hmm. gonna be amazing. And then they're like trying new stuff, and then they bomb, and, and then. You know, they go home and eat a gun. I mean, that's never happened, but it could. I mean, poor funniest guy in Saskatchewan. I mean... (laughs) What is there to do? (laughs) Be funny. That's it. Be funny and moose stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's the slogan for Saskatchewan. Be funny and Moose stuff. (laughs) Stuff. It's not really working. The tourism industry (laughs) is struggling.
1: I just like saying the word. I think people say the word more than they actually go there.
0: Saskatchewan? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do they have any major cities? I don't know.
0: You, I mean, I'm glad you asked because I am an expert <laughs>
1: on Saskatchewan. I know. I know Canada has cities.
0: <laughs> you are super smart.
1: I know Toronto <laughs> and Montreal and Quebec. Hey,
0: Elizabeth, where else are there cities?
1: But you should ask. Name other
0: places with cities.
1: France. <laughs> They have the one Are you a little
0: worried about saying a place that doesn't have cities right now? There's part of you who's like, Oh crap, I'm gonna name the one place. Well, Mongolia? Does Mongolia have cities? Maybe they don't. They must. <laughs> this is again just two idiots trying to say something and no no dice. But Aww. No but I'm so I'm curious. how long have you been performing stand up comedy?
1: Like three years. Not a long time. Not
0: <laughs> Right, I mean that's that's young uh in the oh, grand yeah. scale of things.
1: I went and did uh I got Call, a callback audition for Last Comic Standing, where they fly you out, mm-hmm. and it, it feel at the time you're like, "Ooh, I get to fly out to California and be in California." It's it's a it sucks. I mean, it's good, it's awesome you mean to just out California. <laughs> no, well, I'm not a California person.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm more. I mean, you look
0: I, very tan. <laughs> this is as
1: tan as it gets, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it's just so sunny and like <laughs> <laughs>
0: everyone's biggest complaint. Oh, <laughs> it's so sunny. It's sunny. There's a potential for happiness. Well, the thing what a is is nightmare!
1: It's so sunny, but you spend most of the time in a taxi cab yeah. because you fly into LAX and the your the the auditions are at Universal Studios. Everything's spread out, and everything's spread out. You're in a cab for like two hours during rush hour. You get you you get there, you check in, the taxi driver doesn't take credit cards even though he's got the thing that says he does, no. and then you have to find cash for like the hundred dollar taxi ride and, like I'm complaining, but it was it was a good experience. I love you NBC. Please have me on your show or give
0: me a show to be on. <laughs> ah, we just Elizabeth wants a show.
1: Get <laughs> the, the producers
0: in here. If only,
1: said, if only more people said it. And just came out, and said well, they so people a would show.
0: tell us if they want shows
1: or not. <laughs> Ask HBO. They did that thing, you know that thing. They were like young screenwriters, like you, like you, they put you in some kind of like program yeah, to write like your own show, pro- yeah. and it crashed. Like yeah. the site, I thought I saw it. And I'm like, well, I don't have time. I'll, you know, I was I saw I saw the start date, and I'm like, oh, I'll start working on something. No, people have it all set to go, and yeah. like.
0: They anyway. have their
1: packets. Yeah, but last time i was standing, <laughs> so I fly out there and uh, I do my set and I do well, I think.
0: Who do um, you know? Who the who watched you?
1: Uh, I the I producers, mean, I know producers, the executive right. yeah. producers were there, like Wanda and. Uh, um i
0: forget the lady's name natasha? that's why they didn't put me was on natasha, the show I'm natasha leggera doing... was she still doing it she N- was done right
1: no i don't think so it wasn't like the judges it was okay. the producers i guess but i did well and then they interviewed you at the the end of it and they asked me how long i've been doing it and i said like two and a half years mm-hmm. and they're like oh you're a baby yeah not a baby but you had
0: a pacifier <laughs> at the time uh
1: yeah i okay. mean i was nervous <laughs> of course, I had a there pacifier, a self soother, and my blankie. But I mean, it was cold in
0: the co- comedy club; it was too air conditioned. Did you have other Minneapolis comics or Minnesota comics? Oh yeah, were they took a, a lot of went, people. Yeah. They
1: took a lot of people for the callbacks. I in the cab i shared a cab with trevor from trevor anderson best known from his band something fire thing i sorry trevor i forgot the name of your band i promise i'll come see you at the caboose or whatever soon um and then <laughs> and ben Sandel, uh-huh. and it was a cool cab ride in that we were both it was like this might be the last group of people i am with when i die because the cab driver's are like nuts and uh i think who else did i see out there i saw Andy Erickson, I saw Derek Hinkles, I saw Mike Brody, Cy Amundson. I saw a lot of people. They yeah. took a lot, and they split it too. They had like half of the people. They, I think I did the math on it because I'm petty, but uh, they. Did, it's true. They had like.
0: Were you counting stage time too? Yeah. One yeah. Mississippi too. Mississippi.
1: Exactly. Well, they took 84 people per coast. Okay. For the callbacks, and then they narrow it down to 100. I think. And so they had half of the people out in California, and then they had the other half in New York. And I was so jealous of the New York people because mm-hmm. I was actually out there in October, like, a couple of weeks before the callback. So it would have been nice to fly back out again. Or I think I was going to extend my stay and stay out there, but it just didn't work out.
0: I'm so sorry for you.
1: <sighs> but, yeah, so it, I do all this, like, traveling and flying out for different, like, things and, like, almost happening kind of things for tv and it, it gets me like i get kind of like excited then i'm crestfallen then i take some valium and then i'm fine but it's <laughs> not prescribed to me by the way it's like it makes me it like makes me have to think okay i'm i've only been doing this a couple years you know i'm still a baby i am still a baby i'm still and you're
0: baby. relatively young as a human too right i mean
1: Thank you, Levi. Well, no, (laughs) but... That's kind of
0: you. (laughs) I think, like, grown-up work life, Mm. people have multiple careers now.
1: Right. And
0: so there's this desire to, like, hurry up and figure out what's going on. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's sort of always shifting. Right. And I think I love that about comedy in that so you don't get a tv show or you don't get a gig right like if i got a show now you get to just go put yourself up somewhere too right
1: right and you can you can do whatever you want with it and if you get too successful too fast if you have a show and you actually have to do stuff for the show that's you know like administrative or like production stuff like i do production stuff i have my podcast and i have a couple shows i i produce now and it's like if I had to do that on, like, a larger scale and if I had to coordinate more schedules and if I had responsibilities tied to it, then where? when am I writing new material? When am I developing a voice that I actually, you know, care about more than what I'm doing? I care, I care so much about what I'm doing right now, but I want to, you know, I always want to get to the next level and I'm not getting to another level if I'm producing a show and making sure, like, the opener isn't too high to, like, do whatever or, like...
0: I love that that's a problem. Like, that's an actual problem. <laughs> too high.
1: Like, There's no such just,
0: thing as too high.
1: They're funnier. or high. I've seen some
0: of those shows where it's like, all right, man.
1: Yeah, you're just like, you got to mellow. You got to find your, like, happy, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you do, just get to the, find the balance part of that. Yeah. Whatever. Not
0: too much Valium. That's... That's really bad.
1: There's no such thing.
0: For, for a show. <laughs> okay, so she's sleeping, and she has a picture of Will Smith taped to her. It's going to be a great set. She's just passed out on stage. Just,
1: you know, with that, I think I might start bringing, like, an audience member up or something and mm-hmm. having them wear one of the That's a headshots. Great idea. Instead of, yeah. Give them
0: the script. So yeah. You can do whatever you want, but then they have to stay on script.
1: Exactly. And then, and like... I know Chris Knudsen will do this a lot. He'll have a script that he wrote and have mm. the other person have, like, the really offensive stuff to say. Yeah. It's and He so was just funny. the last
0: guest on this
1: Was guest. he? Yeah. Well, Chris is a busy he bee, was, then. He was
0: talking about not not always having to, not wanting to have to pick a path, because, like, he likes to make video stuff, but he mm. likes doing the stand-up, and he has some sketch, and he has the music. and Right. Um, you seem like you are running pretty, pretty hard at stand-up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't like improv, like, at all. I, I, I just don't. And I see the value in it, but... So
0: condescending.
1: No, see, I <laughs> I see, I see why crazy doing. people do this. Because uh,
0: that's my background is improv.
1: Sure, sure. But I it mean,
0: means I, you know, one-liners is the opposite. Like, I sure. would always want to be... Well, what else could I say on stage exactly. instead?
1: I think it's just, like, I come from, like, a speech background. Like, I did debate in high, mm. in high school and speech, and it was, like, just being, like having a plan and going and having a plan is like oh huge and you know i need to let go of that a lot but also like i still don't like improv like i'm just i mean i've gone to a couple classes yeah, like yeah, i've done yeah. drop in no, classes good. and i think it, it might just be i've gone to bad classes where like there's like these two old like 70-ish year old men and every scene is them hating on me so and then i have to like I don't take- think you were at an improv class I was totally... <laughs> they have improv classes. Who else was around? At, at that country bar place, right? In Uptown?
0: <laughs> All right, let's do a scene, guys. All I, right, well, what are you doing later? Well,
1: I did these classes, and, like, it would get really awkward, so I would pretend to die and then crawl backstage, because that was...
0: That's magical.
1: <laughs> it's not probably not healthy that my my way out is death.
0: I'm yeah, no, <laughs> like, let's kill myself. I think that like, is the literal way out.
1: Yeah, I yeah. You totally nailed it. <laughs> I I was just like, and then oh, it was so funny. I was like. I think it was like online dating I don't do it anymore But I was online dating And I saw a guy I recognized From one of the drop-in classes And I'm just like Nope I left swiped (laughs) Could not have left swiped harder My phone screen cracked Yeah (laughs) But yeah I don't I don't online dating anymore And I was talking to these uh, I do a lot of material About online dating Yeah And Not actually that much anymore But I was talking to I was out in D.C. Staying with another comedian And his fiance I think she is. I don't know what they're some sort of. Co- they're very co-cavitant. close. They's, yeah, and I told them I had stopped doing it, and they're like, "What are you going to do?"
0: <laughs> they
1: were so concerned.
0: <laughs> like for material wise. No, or just they were for like life?
1: for life. They were yeah. like, "What are you going to?" Because I don't date. I don't date comedians. I don't get involved because it's messy. I just want to be able to go into a club and do my thing and not be like, "Well, what if?" You know.
0: Ben is here. (laughs) Right. But they're also so... A lot of them are so broken that... Oh, yeah. You probably also know that. Yeah. You don't want to date yourself.
1: No, I... You know what? I don't think I'm that broken, which is weird. Like... You're
0: crying right now. I'm...
1: I'm... Yeah, but... I drank too much before I got here, and this is easier than peeing. Uh,
0: (laughs) Gross. Terrible.
1: But it's... Yeah, I don't want... I'm... I'm like... I'm actually not that concerned about dating anymore. Like I just don't care. Like I'm so busy, and I have friends. I have friends, and I'm like the third wheel a lot of the time. But that (laughs) those aren't necessarily bad things. I remember dating a little bit, and it was like, hey, I went to fewer open mics, and they didn't seem to care that much about me doing stand. Like it's usually like, why don't you just stay? Why don't we just like you know binge watch? Blah blah blah. Instead of going to like the open mic, and I mean that actually does sound pretty good. So <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting, and like part of it is like either you date like a creative person who gets it, which is like the I that's like the gold the brass gold ring, whatever. It's a it's, it's a, a, ring a ring in yeah. the sky. It's a sun. It's <laughs> either you find a creative person who gets it, but they're broken. Or you get, like, a person who is, like, a normal job, and, like, they love the twins, and they, like, craft beer, and they're fine, and then they try to suck you into their fineness, and...
0: <laughs> oh, that's bleak.
1: It's bleak, and it scares me. So it's kind of like, you know what, I'll wait for, like, the right creative person.
0: Yeah, well, just the right level of broken. Right. Uh, we're almost out of time. But, okay. So there's a... <laughs> Connected, but I mean, I'm, honestly, I mean that stuff's interesting to me. Should sure. I, you know, yeah, no, don't need not. to. And, <laughs> no, it is, but That's I don't fine. want to interrogate your dating life. Like, no, exactly. Well, one is thing that, that, that always happens? like makes me worry is like if I'm talking to somebody for this show about comedy and it's a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, tell me more about dating in your, oh, in your sure, show, sure. as though there's some correlation. So right. I, that's my no, own it's weird a part of the thing. I, woman baggage that I don't want.
1: I opened um, the door to You this really
0: did. Idea. No, but what I'm curious about is, I think of stand-up comedy, like, I, I do pretty much everything but. Um, mm-hmm. And I think part of it is, I think of stand-up comedy as this sort of singular pursuit that oh, yeah. to really, like, get get it, to, like, be able to be, like, I can I'm good at this. You have to really focus on it mm-hmm. and not do much else. Yeah. And so I wonder how do you notice like you are you're like, you know, you work your atheist editing job. Yeah. Or, uh, and then and then you're you're putting up shows and you're going to open mics and you're booking gigs. Are you putting a ton of your time like are you every day putting a lot of time and energy into working on stand up yeah. and performing stand up? And yeah. is that do you have any concerns about putting like the rest of your life on a back burner or is that okay i you know i don't know if work like i don't think work-life balance is really a thing sure all my stuff kind of blends into itself and there's no separation right
1: i don't i don't really actually think about anything else as like the rest of my life that i'm not doing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i don't think there's nothing i'm putting on a back burner as far as like as far as i guess i wish i was making more money that's a real thing. You
0: put money on the back burner.
1: Yeah, I put, you know, f- uh, financial stability is on the back burner. In yeah. just, like, a general sense. But in terms of rest of my life, like, I don't want kids. I'm not, like, wanting to get married or own land or anything like that. <laughs>
0: wanting so, to own
1: land? I mean, <laughs> I should, because you never know. You might need it to vote okay. at some point, again. But
0: <laughs> Here's I, my three acres. They're empty, but just in case
1: but like there isn't a lot of like other life that I I think I'm putting on the back burner. Um, You're doing I, what you want to do. I'm doing what I want to do. Um I mean you
0: still have all your makeup and wig energy.
1: I have makeup and wig energy. Hey, I'm I don't put that much time in my I put more time into stand up than my makeup. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm I've gotten good well when I was I have this like base knowledge of how to do it so it's like I I do my makeup in like 10 minutes and the wigs you just put them on. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> like sometimes you really like, pulled the pulled the curtain back on that.
1: <laughs> it takes ten minutes, and you just throw the wig on, and then it looks fantastic. But there isn't like some other like gig where I'm like, well, I could do that and get good at that. It's like I spend so much of like my earlier years trying to do things I wasn't all that great at, and I'm glad that I I kind of put those to the side. Like mm. I I did I did go through like classical voice training for a while and i used to play guitar and banjo and i played piano a bit and i wasn't even that passionate about them i would just do it because i liked music and i liked fiddling with stuff <laughs> just like and with standup, it's like i actually care about it and i'm like well that's more than i've had with most things i've done in my life yeah even you know when i was in my early 20s and college like I was a journalism major. I'm like, I want to be a writer, and I still wouldn't write that much. <laughs> I was not writing that much at all for somebody who really wanted to write air quotes. Did it, did it, did it.
0: Well, the actual writing is the worst part of being a writer. Yes,
1: it is so... It's terrible. But the stand-up writing, it comes to me, and sometimes I write on stage, and, and it's like I can build it slowly, and it's not just about the writing, which is great. It's about my personality, which I'm working on, so... It's, it's like, once you find a passion, it feels like a waste of time to not go for
0: it. That, I love that. Yeah. That's an actual message.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it took us that long to get to that.
0: <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that's, I don't, I mean, I think you do know that that is a sort of profound idea, but sure. once you find a passion, it's a waste of time to not go for it. Like, that's, that's great.
1: I um, could Instagram that.
0: You really should. Uh, with a wig on it, though. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> just a quote with a wig. So, the Twitter. You're on Twitter. Yes. And our, what is your Twitter handle? It is Liz Drops It. Liz Drops It. And I always read it as Liz Drops It.
1: <laughs> That's a good thing, too. I mean, it's like drops it like it's hot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes I think I just, should just change it to my name. No, I like it. There's another person with my name oh. who's a Canadian model. With buck teeth, by the oh, way. Right. Sorry, other Elizabeth S, but you have buck teeth. Um, she's making it work. She's making it work. She's got more followers on Twitter than I do and uh, Buck teeth
0: are hot in Canada. You just she,
1: she's like a an auto car show model kind Ooh. of person. She like leans against the cars and there's like a picture of her with her butt cheeks and a gun between
0: her butt cheeks. I'm like That's I fancy. gotta
1: become the bit more famous S. This can't be.
0: <laughs> well, you know what you need to do. Get a bigger
1: uh, gun. <laughs> I already have the bigger ass.
0: And then, uh, is it, you have, so you have ElizabethS.com? Yes. And that's one of them, and then there's the other one that's not.
1: I don't, she didn't get ElizabethS.com, she's not on her
0: uh, game, too busy with it. So is Twitter the best place for someone to know when they can come see shows? Yeah, Twitter's Is Slay consistent?
1: Slay is consistent, Slay is once a month, I don't have a certain day, it's usually Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, but it's not, like, the third Wednesday of every day. No, week. I wish. But I, I want to graduate sometime to, like, a Friday show. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but someday. hip-hop is, like, crushing me. Sorry. So, but, yeah, uh, Twitter's the best place to find me. And also com. I'm also on Facebook. Oh. I can be found there. And then, and then my, your
0: podcast.
1: And my podcast is Donut Friday. And that is a whole nother thing. That's been pretty consistent and i'm happy about that and
0: you could that has its own website no or is it just on facebook it's like
1: donutfriday.libsyn.com right and and it's on itunes uh just search for donut friday find the
0: and you do actually seek out donuts
1: yes we have a different we go to a different shop every episode Mm -hmm. people worry that we will run out of shops and it hasn't happened yet I was just in DC and I went to like three different shops in like two hours. So I, I can't wait to talk about that on, my, on the next episode, but I have to like work off the weight first. <laughs> I gained like 10 pounds. It was horrible. You know, the Donut Project. Let's... I got my passion. You know, once you get your passion, you can't let go. can't let go for nothing.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, really, I really appreciate you talking to me, Elizabeth. Thanks.
1: Thanks.